Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Can't find the failure. <laughs> I deliberately was silent. At least it was me that time and not you. Ha. <laughs> <sighs> Welcome oh. to Ambridge on the Couch, an in-depth look at the Archers with me, Harriet Carmichael, Jeff Thomas, Lucy V. Freeman and our Executive Director, Cooper. Now, before we make a start on your emails, let's have a recap on what happened this week in Ambridge. Well, I don't know what the hell Kate puts in that chai, but I am definitely <laughs> up for some of it, whatever me it is. Too. Rex can't get enough of the stuff. He's on about three <laughs> pints a day. This is admittedly because he's trying to restore feeling to his hypothermic limbs and he appears to be living in the canal, not on it. <laughs> not for long, though. Kate, with her customary entitlement, happily moved him into Jacob's house without asking him. It's fine, though. I'm sure that someone as laid back and chilled as Jacob won't have a problem with that. Not only his international playboy brother, but also a large, damp taxi driver. Smashing. <laughs> there are certain phrases in Ambridge that mean the exact opposite of what they are intended to mean. Don't worry, I'll sort it categorically means I'm about to make a huge cock up here and the consequences will stagger humanity. Rex said this about the absolute shit show that Eric the Viking was turning Jacob's home into. This just before he noticed that Eric preferred to serve food or what was referred to throughout as nibbles straight onto the coffee table rather than via the medium of a plate. This particular episode was sponsored by the word nibble. No, not Eric and Krusty, but all of them talking endlessly about nibbles without specifying which sort. Do you say that in normal life? Would you like a nibble? Do you just say, would you like a crisp or peanuts or olives or those strange things that Harriet eats? Anyway, St. Rex the Holy Martyr, who has literally known Eric for 24 hours, was being extremely rude to him, especially when he was living rent-free in Jacob's house without him even knowing. Poor old Brad has been dumped like a broken washing machine on the bypass by Paige. The bit I didn't get was what's happened to Mia? Is he not interested anymore now he's realised that she's only interested in him for his ability to write cars not this way on a sign (laughs) nailed to a tree? The tiresome Tony's guitar story has been put to bed with Leonard leaping to the rescue once again and repairing something that everyone was quite delighted to see the back of. Tony finally coughed up that he'd never wanted the sodding thing in the first place and was going to bequeath it to Mango for censuring that another generation will suffer. Leonard then got his beady eye on Lillian's knackered clock. He's a one-man repair shop. Next week, the king visits Tony and Leonard in their workshop and asks them to repair the Koh-i-Noor diamond. Pop it down there on the county, your majesty, and we'll have a look once we've sorted out Lillian's clock and Jazza's vasectomy. Pop your trousers down, Jazza, and just hop up on here next to the Ollerton Junction and we'll have a bit of a delve. Over at the shop, Captain Peacock and Mrs Slocum were fannying around, upselling and cross-selling. Jimus was reluctant to hand over control of the till to Justin, especially when faced with Rex and his intractable adherence to his shopping list. Justin, however, was so effective that poor Rex went in for some floor cleaner and came out with a case of Bordeaux, a wheel of brie and a Bentley Continental. 
<laughs> we popped over to Lee and Helen's. Oh, we haven't heard them for ages. Hasn't it been nice? But we found ourselves in the dubious position of listening to Helen giving legal advice to Lee, who was crying unrealistically. Tony then waded in and had the bright idea of the girls moving in with Helen, which ensured Helen then passively aggressively tore him a new one. It's not that I don't want them to live with me, Dad. It's just that Lee won't be able to look after my children if he's looking after his own. And how is that fair? Kate, with the gruesome glee some people have at being able to tell people bad news, went cantering off to find Krusty and break it to her that Eric the Viking had paddled off on his longboat. Krusty, who won't be able to sit down without wincing for a week and is now mainlining Caniston, said that was fine, she knew, and it was all great, before hobbling off back into the rewilding office. Stella and Brian had a boring chat about farm tech, and I was happily nodding off until Stella kept, re- Stella kept referring to a new disc drill, which I heard as a nudist drill, and that woke me up with a start. I was wondering where the hell it went and where Home Farm would get all the nudists. Brian keeps talking to Stella the way he talks to Jenny when she asks for a new kitchen. No, darling, we simply don't have the money. I'm not sure he grasps she's farm manager. But she's a woman, so clearly she's after my money for her frivolous schemes. If it wasn't a nudist drill, it would be a white wine fridge or a spa weekend. Oh, you naughty girls and your silly whims. Stella said to him, you know the hidden hazards of drilling, Brian. Never was a truer word spoken, Stella. The end. Oh, your week was so much more fun than the the actual (laughs) week. You didn't like this week at all, did you? No, I didn't mind it. I just didn't mind it. It's just there seemed to be a whole episode in a shop. (laughs) People going, hello, can I buy this? No, can you buy this and this? Bye. (laughs) I just couldn't. And then I was like, just because I completely zoned out. And then I thought, oh, I better listen back. And then I thought, I'm not going to waste 15 minutes listening to postman pat in his shop yeah no it was fine it was just fine wasn't it fine right basically yeah i didn't mind it it was just a bit of a filler week i mean obviously there's the new exciting (laughs) lee and helen are just so funny i was i mean i loved helen though it's too bloody right he's moved in so she can get more childcare, etc etc I wouldn't want his teenagers moving in either. That wasn't part of the deal. <laughs> so I'm totally on Helen's side. Send them to California. They're like, they don't want to be with... Oh, say Lee, come on. Of course they don't want to live with you yeah. and Helen and those smelly boys. Mm. They want to go to San Fran, baby. And also, if I was them those children are going to be disturbed. I would not want my, you know, I wouldn't want to live with them. It's like, can you imagine putting it to Aisha? Um, Could the girls come and live with us and the boys who are the son of a potential murdering psychopath? Yeah, and one of them who witnessed his mother stabbing his... Yeah, and also, yeah, their stepmother has stabbed um, her partner in the past. But But it will all be fine. (laughs) Also, there's not enough room in the house. But apart Mm. from that, and there's no sunshine, but apart from that... And all our teeth are bad. But apart from that, and also, they'll have I a great time. Think, I mean, it, yes, I was, I was conflicted, deeply conflicted here. Because okay. A, I heartily disliked a woman telling another woman that she couldn't take up a fantastic career opportunity. Uh, no, that Helen didn't. Take... No, at first she was sort of supporting Lee. Yeah. And then I thought, Helen, you have never worked for anybody that wasn't your mum. 
you know, you, but, you you work 10 yards away from where you live. And then she, when she spoke to Tony, she did say, yeah, this is I, an amazing opportunity. And I was like, good for you. This is But then I also the right thought, mm, it, are you just faking this because you just don't want the girls? It's yeah. a bit of a, you know, are you genuinely concerned about her missing a job opportunity or do you just not want them living with no, you? No, 80% of the okay. other bit. A little obviously. bit from column A, a little bit from column B. But, yeah, <laughs> completely. But I, I was 100% Helen, in Helen. Like, you know, I feel really terrible for Lee. It must be awful. Like, I wouldn't, you know, I'd fight teeth and nail um, to, you know, not, not to get rid of my children. kids. Oh, no, to get... Yeah, 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 yeah sorry, the other, the other one. Um, uh, <laughs> but... I would also not want, <laughs> no, A, I'd be like, well, she, if she, look, let's put this in, let's think of the bigger picture. Is Aisha going to get more money? I What's think it's the Alicia, long-term... isn't it? Is it Alicia? Alicia, Alicia, yeah. Alicia sorry, yeah. So for the girls, are they going to have a, are they going to get better, I don't know, go to a better uni mm, or have yeah. a better, like, that's the thing, Lee's, Lee, as Hel- Helen's point is, you actually don't know even half of this yet. Well, you've got to sit down and find out what the plan is. And presumably, there is... Lee does have to give his permission one way or the other. Mm. And also, just ask... the girl, Of course, the girls aren't going to go, oh, we want to stay in England. Yeah. But, but teen- Helen's... But teenagers do... Yeah, they've got friends. Yeah, they've got friends here, haven't they? for them, mm. their peer group is more important than anything. Yes, it is true that. They're sort of the wrong age to move in a way, aren't yeah. they? But also Helen's um, uh, sort of uh, monologue about, you know, because she's going to a tech company and they're really going to look after her. Well, my friend moved to America mm-hmm. to work for a tech company and yeah. it hasn't been a fun experience at no, all. Because no. they don't get any holiday. No. They don't get any benefits. Well, they get private health insurance, but you still... But the private health insurance, the private health sector is like the NHS, isn't it, over yep. there? And you also, still can't get an appointment. or And also they, they want... Blood. Companies like that expect blood. They expect you to be, because you're earning this extortionate salary and living in a supposedly amazing place. Exactly. They want, you're supposed to be available, yeah. you know. Yeah. Yeah. My friend ain't happy over there. Mm. But on the other hand, uh, there's a bit of more sunshine. Yeah. And, and you know, well, well, what, whatever. It's a, it's a, it's actually a clever storyline, isn't it? It's a, it's a very... Uh, I think it's a really um, good little um, spanner in the works. I really liked Tony, though, suddenly realising that he's so well-meaningly <laughs> wading in and then yeah, thinking, yeah. oh, it's oh, such a oh. dawning realisation of, ah, oh, you yes. know, wasn't Lee is so <laughs> thick? He's like, what, what, do you think I should ask them what they want? Do you think that, and then he was like, couldn't believe that someone had said they might want to be with him instead. Yeah. Do you think they'd actually want to stay with me? Or that I have some say in this, you know. And she said, you need to be talking to a solicitor. And he was like, a a solicitor? What is that? (laughs) I know. know. He's like, when he he tells her... Is it a lady with a pen? (laughs) I'll find a lady with a pen. No doubt Usha will. No, that'll be another thing that Usha doesn't specialise in. Oh, no, sorry. That's not really. Mm. When he told Helen he'd already sought legal advice, you could just see her eyes rolling and her head in her hands. Oh, my God. How much have you forked out already, Lee? What what did you sign without... or was it just a man at the bus stop was it someone who emailed you with a special google 100347z.com email address lee yes and they're going to transfer all their relatives (laughs) legacy to me it's amazing all my legal costs will be paid 
Uh, yeah, so I've just given was... them your sort code, Helen, <laughs> and your date of birth and mother's maiden name. <sighs> but I think this is quite this is good because Helen and Lee needed to be livened up a bit, yes. didn't they? <laughs> and also, this is Helen and Lee. We've never seen the cracks, which you know, because obviously there have been. It, it was sort of too good to be true, and, the, and everything's been plastered over with very thin plasters. Well, it was. It? it was. It was. Helen was living with an eldest son. Exactly. Yeah. And, and now that's and, now and, that's and, coming and now he's to... being a little bit inconvenient, and that's you know going to. <laughs> also, does Lee do any form of vocal warm up before he starts recording? Do you think, do you think he's sounding a bit? Um, I quite like that sort of crack in his voice, though. But it's mind... permanent. Hi, Helen. I you know, there's no difference between I've brought that kettle on. I am in despair. And when he was trying to cry, he was, he was like, hey, oh, you're so mean. I felt, I actually really felt for him when he was crying. But you could just hear him going, to, you know, just shutting off your own vocal cords. Isn't well, it? I wonder if it's um, curtains for Lee because he might end up having to just follow them out there. Yeah. He might end up getting a. I mean, if I was Lee, I'd be looking at the bigger picture as well. But he can't. How can he get a job out there? I mean, could he go and work as a in a care home over there? (laughs) Fitness instructors. (laughs) No, he's not even a fitness. No, he's like a. Oh no, he's a what's it? Physiotherapist. Physiotherapist. Yeah, physio. Can't say the word. Physiotherapist. He is. Yes. Physiotherapist, I haven't done my vocal warm up today, Lucy. It's so right, hard to speak. Like this. I really um, oh yeah, I didn't mind. I didn't mind Lee. I thought he was quite convincing, mm. but I just really, really like the uh, the 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 contrast between the two of them. <laughs> no, and it was good, wasn't it? I like it is. It is. Helen very... just can't do proper emotion when it doesn't involve her. Her she only can't emotion be... is: Does this? What about me? What? But that's... The... That's why I've always, always stuck up for Helen because she is so consistent. She is selfish, yeah. but she doesn't pretend not to be selfish. Yeah. She's always putting herself first, but in a sort of, why the hell shouldn't I? Yeah. And she's never apologised for it. So I don't mind. I've always liked that about her. Mm. Like, you know, I felt like I would, because I think I'm probably a very selfish person and I would have felt exactly like her this week. There's no bloody way if Rufus told not that he's got stepkids, but or kid, other kid. I mean, mm. for all I know, he has. But if he said they had to come and live with us, and then I've suddenly got six, I'd be like, yeah. "You just know, yeah. ain't happening." You can go, and um, but I'm not. Have, I'm not taking you on any more thanks. Well, it's like those, you know, in 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 Dickens or in those sort of um, Victorian novels. It's like the mother, the saintly mother, dies, and the father gets horrible stepmother. Yeah, who comes into the house and suddenly has with to her do own with kids. eight children. You know, yeah, and yeah. you think, no wonder she's a cow. <laughs> Exactly. Of course exactly. she doesn't love them. She doesn't even know them. Oh, Lucy, you're totally right. There's this assumption of kind of, but you're a you're a woman and a mother, therefore you have to love all children. And because you think, the step- no, I love my dog. Yes. Doesn't mean I love dogs that are trying to kill me. Especially it's, if you know. the child is, you know, thirteen when it comes yeah, into your and house. Yeah, resentful and, and hates else. you. Yeah. And yeah. actually, we know that that um. Uh, those girls don't Unless love Helen because she, she threw away the bracelet. <laughs> oh, let's, let, lest we forget. Yes. So, oh, what is going to happen? I'm quite excited. It, yeah, but I just found. Yeah, even though she's a it, very good actress, though you could practically Helen, see. Yeah, yeah, you could it totally. I could visualize the kind of the where she's the competing emotions of her going. Yeah. Oh, Lee, I'm so Me sorry, too. and also. 
Oh my God, what does this mean for me? Yeah, she's absolutely top-notch, mm. Helen, as an mm. actress. Yeah, and I, I've always thought she's a sound character and a selfish one, but I'm totally in her camp. Mm. Um, I don't think you're selfish. Why do you think you're selfish? Um, No, well, uh, per- yeah, I am. Of course, I, I think everyone's a bit selfish, aren't they? I mean, I no, I mean, I not not necessarily selfish for myself, but I'd put my own kids before I put anyone else's kids. You know, well, that's just the thing. That's yeah. just primal, you know. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> survival, isn't it? That's not selfishness. No, but that's what Helen's doing, you know. Well, you can pretend to be little Nell and the little friend of all the world and do all that, but it won't work. It's exactly. not exactly. You know. And people are so hypocritical because mm. you, you know, ultimately you you are. I guess it's sort of in your in your DNA. You're you're, you know, you're the you're the lion. What is it? My mother lion. Yeah, that's the word. You know, you're that's the thing, isn't it? You, yeah. Um. Anyway, look, this isn't Hattie on the couch. Sorry. <laughs> this is... Uh... <laughs> Let's talk about nudist drills. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I, twice I thought, what the hell is that? That's so funny, Lucy. I had such but a strange said... image in my head. I was thinking, of all the... If you're going to use some strange technical term, that's a really silly one to pick. And then I thought, oh. But it's so funny. That's, what the, but that's exactly how I felt about this week. I think the only conversation I actually listened to was... Um, Helen and Lee, you know that all that drama. The rest of the week, I just, I just sort of had the volume down yeah, quite a it's lot. Just like whitewash going on in the back. It, blah, blah, it blah, was blah, a blah, bit. Blah, blah. It was yeah. a bit. Just windscreen wipers, stuff, hap- <laughs> stuff happening. But I knew I didn't have to listen too hard. No, nothing to worry about. It wasn't going to change yes. the change anything for next week. Um, but- my mum absolutely loved the Justin and uh, Jim. She called it the Justin and Jimmer show uh, oh, in the wow. shop. She really, really liked it. Um, wow so uh, i think i think it's i mean i didn't mind it but it didn't get us anywhere but maybe i think you know for the people that like that kind of right um the banter well it is like norris and thingy in the coronation street shop if if you enjoy that sort of stuff and you're happy listening to that then yeah it was great it was a bonanza week oh interesting yeah it wasn't up my street but it was up your mum's Mm. um (laughs) up your (laughs) mum's Sorry, gosh, that just didn't come out quite right. <laughs> but also, I actually found Jim and um, Justin sounded quite similar, didn't they? I, it took me a while to sort of tune my ear into who was saying yeah. what because they do sound they've got quite similar voices. When we those cut two. back, when we cut back to halfway through, when he was trying to persuade someone else to buy something, then it was, it was. I was thinking, hang on, I, for a minute, I was thinking, who's which one's this? Because yeah. it was, because it was Jim was trying to sound like Justin. So that yes. didn't help at all. Yes, it was the, quite got a bit confusion. got a bit mulled up. Um, I honestly and... think though you can't really describe your brilliant sales techniques when you're using them on Rex, who you could persuade <laughs> to you know walk naked round the green, couldn't you? Really, that thing it wasn't it wasn't exactly Dragon's Den, was no. it? There wasn't much <laughs> persuading going on. He just said, I think also baking powder is about yeah. 49p, isn't yes. it? It's not, yes. I, I mean, no. he wasn't persuading him to buy um, no. a Nintendo Switch. No. <laughs> I bet <laughs> you've got them in the shop. <laughs> yeah. Big piles of them How about the renting a video from one of our shelves? Um, uh, but Rex is such a plonker, he really isn't is. he? He's a prat. Why was he being so horrible to Eric when 
Eric is the brother of the yeah. person who owns in that whose house place. he is illegally staying or it's unknowingly un- staying. Believe it, it's none of his no. business no. what Eric does with the carpet. Yeah. yeah, I mean, honestly, he was so bloody rude. If I was Eric, I'd have just been like, "Can you please leave?" Yeah, because who I are mean, you again? I, yeah. At least I actually <laughs> asked Re- asked yeah. Jacob if I could come and stay. It was so weird. And then they were all matey, matey. But I mean, Rex was such a Well, it was supposed dick. to be Rex projecting his 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 annoyance with Toby onto Eric. That's what he said. I um, mean... But it was I... far too far. I mean, Rex has got some social graces. You don't... He'd literally yeah. met the man the yeah. afternoon before. And now... And then Eric was going, Rex, are, you know, are you, <laughs> are you cross with me? And all that stuff. And I was thinking, yeah. Yeah. Eric would go, do you know what, mate? If you can't... Be polite. Yeah, or, off, all right. You know. Yeah, or he's like, or, or, or I'll, I'll see you later. I'll, I'll yeah. just pop. You know, like, yeah. yeah. Also, it's like, it's a, it's, it's a stain in the grouting. I mean, yeah. does it, is it that important? Or And also, just don't worry about it. Go in... Go and if you're that worried about it, buy buy um Jacob a lovely present to yes. say thank you. Don't it's, yeah, it was all so petty, it yeah. annoyed me a bit. Yeah. But um I'm glad that Kirsty had a great time. Yes. I was so funny when Kate was like, Did you know that he's gone? I'm so sorry, Kirsty. Why does it How sad are you, you feeling yes, on a yeah. scale of one to ten? Because I'd like I'm, to know. I mean, I do have a boy I've had a boyfriend for over three years now, but ah, I do, do know my remember about that. Oh yeah, go on, yeah. Jacob is going to have shagged that that vet lady, the equine specialist that he went to see. You know, he was supposed to come home and then he didn't. He said he was staying on for longer because he was going to see the friend of his who's an equine specialist. And I think he's going to bonk her at bonk. I'm so 90s. And then have, um, uh, have it away with, have it off. With. And then <laughs> yes. um, he's going to come back and Kate's going to say, I'm so mystery. Oh, you know, no. she was going on about, um, yeah. I can't wait to see him, which is always yeah. the death knell. You yeah. Know? That's, it's all over when someone says oh, that. Oh, no. And then, and then he's going to have... Yeah. Oh, I really hope not. Or maybe. Oh, and then what? she's going to go to South Africa. Yes, that's got to happen, hasn't because it? Because of Nolly. Unless Nolly's going to come over again. Oh, yeah. Because she's definitely around, isn't she, as an actor? And it'd be mm. really nice to hear her again. Yep. Or it'd be even better if they could go to South Africa and do a bit of recording there. That's not going to happen. Oh, it'd be good if it did, though. Maybe then we could go to South Africa and do a yes, special ambridge on the couch. that would be good. Oh, I'd love to go to that South Africa. That would be good. Me too. Um, that would be really nice. I really fancy some sunshine at the oh, moment, Lucy. I know. Um, also, I've been watching... Have you watched like White Lotus? No, but it's on my list. Because uh, I saved the second series for January because I knew it would cheer me up. And mm. it cheered me up so much, but now i finished it i'm so depressed i think that's why i <laughs> didn't love this week at the archers because it i was like i've got the archers <laughs> but it's not it's not set on a beach <laughs> listening to the noise of the rain hammering on the <laughs> yeah, narrow just, boat roof. Like, I, so i've just been really depressed i just need to see sunshine on mm. the telly in fact i needed to like then i was like what can i watch that's got loads of sun in it because you know, I love Happy Valley. I love Vicky, all those Vicky McClure dramas, but everything's so depressing. I want something with Isn't sunshine. Isn't there a show that's got Ralph Little in it when he's on a Caribbean island? Oh, is that what? Oh, a Knives Out. Is that that one? The film? No. Oh. Um, it's it started off with someone else and then it turned into Ralph Little. 
Oh, you! I know what you mean. Oh, yeah, I should watch. Oh, can't, I can't watch that. Death in Paradise. Oh, yes. That's, is that like and, Midsummer Murders? But yeah, oh, okay. my mum is like with a Hawaiian when shirt. When my mum was alive, it was my mum and dad's favourite programme, oh, right. and I was always so scathing about it. What if I end up being its well, biggest fan? Well, maybe you should watch it as a tribute <laughs> to your mum. Actually, that's not a bad idea. Yay. Maybe I'll watch the early ones. Yes. And also, they used to watch um, that Because Italian... also, in the early ones, you can suspend disbelief that there's this small Caribbean island in which everyone is murdered every week. <laughs> yeah, but after 100 episodes. Yeah. You're like, yeah, really? You're like... <laughs> Where are they shipping in the new victims from? <laughs> oh, that's not a bad shout. Ha. I, I And then there's one about the Italian detective which is Montalbino or something. Oh, Montalbano, yeah. Have you seen that? Uh, with Rufus Sewell. What? I thought it was Italian. They, no, but there's a, they remade it, I think, and they put Rufus Sewell in it. I love him. Really? Mm. I would definitely watch that. I didn't know that. Well, I might be talking bollocks, so check it. Okay, I'm going to check that out. Okay, thanks. If anyone has any suggestions of, like, um, good and uplifting... In good stuff set in the sunshine programs that would be good thanks not holiday you could watch not, place not, in the sun where no, no one has no. any idea no that i don't Brexit's like it's happened like that. No. and they don't realize that they can't actually live in the houses that they've just bought but anyway <laughs> anyway sorry um back to uh sunny ambridge i am um, very very hungry because I haven't had any breakfast. I didn't have very much dinner. And oh, this is half past 11.45. Yes. And we've, I had an email Why from Diana Pendrich about... Well, I did, but it was small. I don't know. I was a bit stressed last night, so I sort oh, of didn't eat. Oh, Lucy. Um, Diana Pendrich has emailed about pork crackling, which is a disaster for me to read now, Diana. Oh, is that because I anyway. said I'd never read... I'd never cooked pork. Yes. And you... Yeah, and you told me how to do it. She said, I have been reflecting on what you said last week about yeah. pork crackling and the top tip of doing the crackling separately. I suspect that is what my mother-in-law does. Her crackling is fantastic. However, another top tip is to roast your pork in a very shallow tin. My crackling picked up enormously when I started doing this. Just off, the, off to the butcher's so I have stuff in for tomorrow's batch cooking-a-thon while I listen to your show. Keep up the great work. Oh, okay. Thank so you, the trick is put it in a shallow dish. Yes. Put it in a shallow roasting tin. Yes. Okay. Mm. okay. And she's made me so hungry because I love pork crackling. I'm not sure I'd fancy pork crackling now at 11.45 in the morning, but I've I would. just I'm had so a big hungry. bagel. I would, I would. Why didn't you have any breakfast, my, you silly sausage? My friend in Glasgow says she'd eat the, what does she say? She'd eat the scabs off a dead horse. <laughs> oh my <laughs> God. That makes me think, expression. it makes, it reminds me of your feet, which I do. <laughs> how, how are the feet, well, Lucy? Well, did you see that appalling photo that that lady posted? on Twitter, of her feet, having used the same thing? No, I did not. Because, you know, I'm having a bit of trouble with my Twitter. Oh, so like, I, I will send you anything. it. Do you, yes, to, do you want to see it now? Yeah, send it me now okay. on WhatsApp. Okay. Um, also, I did a picture of your feet and put it on my Instagram. Did you? I'll send you that. I'll send you that. <laughs> you send me... Why um, my feet on your Instagram? This because I just weird. couldn't... I literally was... I wanted to do a picture to put a bit of content on and I couldn't think of anything else to draw apart from okay. your feet. Um, just, well, so yeah. much of my feet have now come off. You could basically make another me out of, out of the skin that's left. So there we are. Ugh, that's disgusting. Honestly, it's a big pile. Very satisfying, though. A big pile of skin. Yeah. Oh, that is gross, Lucy. What do you do with it? Can you put it on your compost? <laughs> 
you, or just fry it up, you, serve it to Cooper. Pork crackling. Mm. Um, you, this is better than squirrels. You mm. hurriedly put it in the bin and don't tell anyone about okay, it. That's okay, okay. Are you sending it me? I am picture? trying to find it. Oh, okay. Um, while you're trying to find that, let me just look at all the notes I made. Oh, I didn't make any notes this week. Sorry. Um, let me just rack my brains to try and remember what else happened that you didn't cover in the monologue. Um, oh, the guitar. Yes. Is that is that is that finished now? That that's that the oh, dramatic storyline. So. I um. <laughs> why was that even in what? Why is why? I, why is guitar? Why I is? was really confused, not about the the guitar storyline per se, yeah. but about uh, how old Mango is. Oh, good one. He must be. Why am I so bad at remembering? Uh, Yeah, I'm trying to remember as well. Have they only got one child? Yes. Is there anyone? Okay, so I think he's probably seven. Oh, okay. Because they said, oh, he's tall for his age. I mean, he was born pre-COVID, wasn't he? It was quite a long time ago, wasn't it? Are you braced for this, Harriet? Because seriously. Oh, yeah, okay. I know. I'm feeling a bit sick already. Go on. Okay, I, I, I can only send you the Twitter link because I'm not clever enough to work out how to send okay. the photo. Okay, so. okay, here we go. Whose feet am I going to... Oh, my God. Oh, Lucy. Oh, my God, I can't look at that. I told you. Uh, uh, oh, I'm going to be sick. I actually can't look at that. It's, that's just too disgusting. I can't believe you sent it to me. You asked me to! God, oh, my God. I didn't know it was so graphic. Oh, my... I actually feel a bit sick. Uh, she I did put like... sorry if you're eating on the tweet. I don't like... Um, feet and yet you just skin. asked me to send you a photo of someone's tweet or <laughs> someone someone i'm sorry but also my whatsapp it's so annoying that oh, actually, you didn't send me oh my god i just opened it again by accident i don't know how to get rid of it without looking at it oh. <laughs> anyway thank you joanna for causing mayhem no disgusting yes. joanna i can't believe i'm so sorry to but i mean joanna did that genuinely go on twitter yeah to to millions of people millions of people i wonder if she's got any kinky dms off the back of that mm. i mean not well, we from... had quite a few people going oh, oh god, god i had to fast forward through you and harriet talking about I'm, your feet I'm so we deleting had the, it now we had the opposite of that yes i mean i had yeah i quite a few people were like <laughs> that was disgusting can you never talk about feet again but we've ended up not only talking yes. about feet but well at least no one else could see that picture yes can i think maybe um just maybe avoid Lucy's Twitter feed for a while <laughs> if you don't accidentally want to come across it. There's something disgusting about skin, dead skin. skin. I know it's just atoms, whatever it is. What's it? What's skin? Um, what is it? What is it, Lucy? What is skin? What is it? Is it? Cells, what is it? isn't it? Cells. That's it the one. That that's the one. And come yes. Off. Yeah. I quite like it. It's like it's like you, you start find it shedding. Shedding your skin in the in the in the springtime. Yeah, some people do like that sort of satisfyingness of it. I just find it weird. It's like once I had stitches in my back, and in I've your never, back. Yeah, I had a like a mole removed when oh, I was okay. a kid, which was probably totally fine. But you know when people yeah, are yeah. paranoid about moles, and I had these stitches in my back, and I can't think about them now without feeling totally sick. <laughs> 
I don't like skinny stuff. Skin, okay. skin. Anyway, sorry. Um, uh, where did we get to? Pork crackling um, and pork feet. Cra- oh, <laughs> that, that's why, that's what's made me, it all goes back to the pig strotters, Lucy. Oh. Uh, yeah. Okay. So can we just not talk about pork crackling or feet or um, yeah. anything else that's okay. not archers related? Okay. Um, oh, um, Jenny and Lillian. So nothing happened, did it? No. Except that we know they're okay. Yes. But when was it then that you, somebody read ahead or you read ahead and saw that there Next, was like... this week coming. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I wonder then if it's going to be a, quite a big week, seeing as this one was a sort of a gentle week. Well, this week was Are You Being Served, wasn't it, really? Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> Apart yeah. from Lee, who was <laughs> doing a poo for the whole week. Oh, oh, no, I know what else. Yeah, Leonard and the... Um, clock. It, where are we going with this? And also, yeah. is Leonard having a relationship with Jill or is he her minicab driver? What is going on? Well, he must be so bored as well because he's doing all these repairs. But is this next storyline going to be that he can't repair, repair the um, tickety-tock and, you know, it turns out it's... I mean, yeah, what... what? I just didn't... I was, like, racking my brains. Mm. To work out whether the guitar story does have more longevity <laughs> in the, what, it, you know, the sort of consequences of Leonard becoming repair shop. That it was David had written the letter saying, I really want a, a guitar and dad is an arsehole. And by the way, ladies and gentlemen, the rustling is Harriet who is wearing a coat because she's oh, in her office. Oh, can you hear it's it? Crazy. Only a little bit and when you oh, sort of shift sorry. around. No, 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 it's fine. I'm just telling people what it is. It's like they're... I've got Cooper in my studio because <laughs> there's just sort of like background noise. Yeah, it's just the, just the rustling of my coat. Yes. Um, I am sad that you are recording in a freezing cold. Ah, uh, it's fine. Honestly, it, I'm not like freezing with a coat on. I'm totally fine. Okay. It's just, you know, happens to be minus one outside and there's yes. no heating in here. But I'm not, I'm not like, you know. It is bloody cold today. Um. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Uh, yes, I forgot. Oh, yeah. I, I don't... <sighs> the relationship with Jill and Leonard, between yeah. Jill and Leonard, now seems to have shifted completely and is not being addressed at all yeah yeah it's sort of forgotten about leonard's just around now yes yeah but that's probably i guess because we can't really make you know i guess jill is coming in less frequently for records yeah so we're just going to hit 
just like we only hear about Jenny through Brian yeah. now. We're only going to yeah. hear about um, Jill through Leonard, which is yeah. frustrating, actually. Yeah. But that's fine. I don't mind. I mean, Leonard's just sort of a... I, I love the fact that he's always around. It's just, is he just... <laughs> Can he have a different? Can he have a? Can he have a, a proper storyline? Yes, rather, rather than, than just, just bumbling around, yeah, fixing, fixing things. things. Yeah, he's like he's, a character on CBeebies, isn't it? Isn't he? It's funny. There are like it's like a bit like he's a bit like Brad because you know Leonard's a really likable character, so nothing bad should ever happen to him. A bit like Brad, you know, like he's he. They're sort of not allowed to because he's such a sweetie. They're not allowed to. Um, mess him up although you know even though he's had his heart broken by page or whatever it'll be fine there'll be some sweet ending to that i'm sure right but do you know what i mean certain characters are a bit untouchable yes. now aren't they yeah you yeah. can't hurt them because yeah. there'd be too much backlash yes you know Poor i find brad. i know i know but i do you know what i do i love brad and i love chelsea but i sometimes find their relationship bit irritating okay when it gets a bit like oh you're such a dick yeah oh, you're... i i uh, i i don't know like i'm sure that is believable for um teenage i mean it's definitely believable for kids isn't it but mm. you sort of think actually after all they've been through now can they just like <laughs> can they just like uh yeah, behave like ease normal. off a yes, bit on that just stop sanctifying them yeah because the relationship like teenagers. exactly and it's sweet when you know yeah. when chelsea was supporting brad about yeah, but you know, but you see, maybe because Paige has gone, uh -uh, which is awful, isn't it? Maybe now is now there's sort of a way for Brad and Mia to get together, mm. and et cetera, et cetera. My teenagers get on well, better than they did before. Yeah, if anybody hurts the other one, yeah, they are ferocious in their hatred of that person. Yeah, and they will defend each other to the ends of the earth however they bicker and criticize each other continually when right. they're together and calling each other you know or not like uh you know if tilly's going out to party and i say oh is william going she goes no you know it wouldn't <laughs> she'd rather right. die than have him there, yeah you know yeah, but does she go <laughs> <laughs> all the time all yeah. the time yeah. um <laughs> But so I think yes, they've they've made it slightly too icky now, and it's slightly too unbelievable when they say, "No, you're lovely. That's such a nice." Well, thing it's to just say. I mean that maybe it's just true to their relationship. Mm. They either they're either hate find you know can't bear each other or they you know love each other. No, it's not. It's not that that it's not the ickiness of that. It's just I feel like. Um, we do, but I don't I don't want Brad to become wet, you know. Yeah, yeah. And and I don't want Leonard to become bumbly. Yeah, that's the thing. Caricature. Exactly. Lovely, exactly. Lovely, gentle old man. Yeah. So you have to give him a bit. Because like Bert um, was a bit like that, but Bert yeah. then had his kind of he, he could had be bickering a bit spiky and, yeah, sometimes exactly. and in his run-ins with Joe and all that. And Leonard's just unremittingly national treasure Paddington Bear isn't he at the minute yes exactly mm. which is totally fine but as long as he doesn't um become boring with mm. it yeah. and same with Brad we don't want him ever you know it would be all you know Brad and Chelsea could never become boring but you know uh well let's give yeah why don't we give um Brad a bit of a uh what's the word you know um angle or something. what's the word like a sharp edge or something yeah yeah just to play with yeah 
Yes, no, he is too soft, isn't he? A little yeah. bit too soft. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, I mean, I'm just literally racking my brains for stuff to say about this week. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have nothing. I got it completely wrong. And uh, Eric is not Norwegian, obviously. Neither is Jacob. You don't Everybody need to beat yourself went, up about it. Sweden! I no, know, but I was so vociferous last week. And I was so determined but I was, was right, so... as always. And so <laughs> but... very, very wrong. I know, but you were so gutted about it. I was like, I don't think people mind <laughs> You weren't vociferous. You weren't. You weren't adamant. You okay. were. You did say, I think. You didn't say, he most certainly is. I've seen his birth certificate. You jolly well take that back, <laughs> Carmichael. Um, anyway, we've had a letter from a Norwegian. Hurrah! Who wishes to remain nameless. Oh, God. Says, what does it say? Did you know you have a listener from Norway? Well, you do. Now, I can Hooray! quite categorically say that Eric is not Norwegian, but his brother might be. <laughs> Eric is spontaneous, open and fun, which isn't at all Norwegian. Also, he didn't make a point of asking Kate to take off her shoes when she came in the cottage, which is a dead giveaway. Jakob, on the other hand, is deliberate, guarded and private, so I'm going to mark him down as a maybe. Now, here's the crunch. The scriptwriters told us Jakob is part Swedish when he first arrived in Ambridge. Right, that's enough pedantry for one night. I'm off to shovel snow and polish my horny helmet, he says. Oh! We've got an actual Viking. An actual Viking. This is excellent. Yep. And um, is uh, is is they Norwe- Is they Norwegian or do they just live there? I think they just live there. Right. But they probably don't want their name mentioned for the fear of pissing off the other Vikings who will come after them and the Swedes. Them. Yes. Yes. Oh, that's so cool. Mm. I was talking about Norway with my friend yesterday because mm. she's going because she loves Iceland. Right. And we were saying, do you say Iceland or Iceland? Depends whether you talk about the supermarket or the country, Exactly. I think. Anyway, because Iceland's... A, so I've been to Iceland. I loved it so much. And she was saying I should go to Norway. Mm. And I would love... I love I love all that Scandi stuff. There you go. You can go and visit our Viking. Yes. Um, Becky Sheaves, who lives on a real farm called Cuckoo Down Farm. Oh, yeah, in Devon. Yes. Do you remember Says, I looked it up? Looks amazing. Yeah. Totally agree with you. The forest garden is bonkers, although I kind of want one. As my <laughs> husband says when ranting at Radio 4, 12 artichokes and a quince tree, what are the other 66 million people going to eat? <laughs> yes. Oh, God. Well, at least we didn't have that this week, did we? Oh, we didn't have edible... No, because Kirsty had other ideas. Oh, no, it's not, yes. it's not Kirsty's edible garden, is it? It's Adam's. Well, Kirsty had her own edible oh, garden. Oh, Adam was being... A, an going a, on, Adam is the least affectionate uncle. You can... Yeah. Oh, well, I'll have a word with Nolatando. Hello, Nolatando. <laughs> can you imagine? She'd be like, hi... <laughs> Um, yeah, no, everything's, yeah, I'm, I'm fine. Thanks. Shit. Okay, can you pass me back to mum? Thanks. Bye. <laughs> can you imagine that Adam trying to be a sympathetic uncle? But it wouldn't happen. He'd go, so, how are things with you? But anyway, here, I'm so tired. <laughs> I should I talk about my edible garden? I bet you're desperate to know what's going on here, Nolitande. <laughs> well, I'm packing leeks and well, I've had this brilliant idea. <laughs> um, yeah, we, we didn't get any edible garden. Uh, we, none of that. Lucy Traves said um, uh, t- th- that she's too scared to try the feet socks because she said, what if I end up with just stumps? Oh, stop it They're, now. Mm. Anyway, secondly, my pal Peter, a retired professor himself, sent me this very cross text yesterday. How do you get from Ambridge to Oxford for a dinner date and get home the same evening? Ooh. How does Brad even get to Hollerton Junction? They are stretching my imagination. Well... 
I also thought this, especially because he has no money. Um, but maybe he got like a super advanced ticket for a quid. Okay. Or, uh, do you remember? He, well, <laughs> back in the day, you could get uh from London to Oxford for a quid on that Oxford bus. Can't remember what it was called, but he got the train, didn't he? Um, I don't know. Hmm. Tis the answer. Well, but I hope he... there is a point to that. But knowing Brad, just... he probably does have a, a savings account. Oh, yes. And, yes. you know, he's he's very... he's. I've put all my birthday money he's in very it sensible. since I was six months old. Exactly, yeah, mm. yeah. I bet he's all... I bet he he's financially... Yes. ...okay to support himself. And Chelsea emotionally blackmails him into plundering it every now and again so she can go and get her roots <laughs> done or something. Yes. <laughs> um, and now... Let's not go over to Radio Borsetshire. Okay. But we're going to Jane. Yes. By special request of Miss Carmichael last week, who said, Please, can we do it? Please, can we do it? So, of course, we did it. I want to put the bodice on again, Lucy. (laughs) I want to put my hoop skirt on. (laughs) Uh, So, yes, we're going instead to Jane Austen's Borchester. It is a truth universally acknowledged that when a gentleman such as Ardil Shah comes upon a village like Ambridge and overhauls the style mausoleum that is Gay Grable's, then he must have a grand party to which the whole of society is invited. Bunting is arranged, llamas are kept at a discreet distance and all of Borsetshire is flapping with excitement. Mrs Woolley, can I get you anything? How good of Mr Shah to wheel you in so you could see Gay Grables. But you don't recognise the old place, all the new touches of luxury and a roof. Apparently Mr Shah is planning... Emma, get along with you. Mrs Woolley does not want to hear gossip. Although, our dear Fanny wrote to us earlier this week from Little Croxley, where someone had a new bonnet, so that has kept us scandalised. Oh, I cannot wait for our dear Fanny to return home. Yeah, Ed said he was looking forward to seeing a bit of Fanny. Now, who is that fat baldy over there promising Lady Elizabeth Lower Loxley that she can see his regalia? That's Captain Vince Casey. He's come along with Corporal Jacob Hackinson. That's him, the one with a face like a slapped arse. Emmer, what a distinguished-looking young man Corporal Hackinson is. I understand he has quite 2,000 a year and a house in Licky End. Fairbrother Phaetons can get you from Borchester to Bath in the most stylish of manners. We have new, open-sided, low-slung Phaetons for ease of alighting while still being able to be seen by all the right people. Or if you'd like a more exciting and intimate drive, you can choose from our selection of curricles, most of which have a seat. Guaranteed arrival within three days of being asked for, as long as it's not windy, rainy, too hot or too cold. Send for Fairbrother Phaetons for the ride of your life. Please be aware that if you have one too many clarets and hoy down the side, then the charge will be incurred. 
In the corner of the ballroom, two men stand. One, a handsome, proud and haughty man who looks as though someone has recently broken wind. And next to him, a shorter, fatter, baldy man who has. You're not enjoying the attention then, Corporal Atkinson. Ardil certainly invited everyone. I tire of the social pleasantries and have not yet been required to save anyone from their horse bolting or had to go to Bath for a timely visit so that a dull friend of my cousin could pine for me. Are you going to get off with Lily then, or what? Well, it's always crusty if you can cope with the endless drama. There is only one girl sufficiently accomplished to enable me to enjoy a country romp such as this, and she, I believe, is at Little Croxley. Oh, how I miss Fanny. However, I think they have started the Gay Gordons. Should you not go and dance? I see Dan Hebden Lloyd is remarkably good at it. He is, and there he is, dancing with his erstwhile acquaintance. Did you not know he was a friend of Dorothy? Doesn't surprise me. I've heard he's excessively fond of balls. But who is this extraordinary young woman approaching us? The one with bits of twig in her hair. Ah, that's Miss Madikani Aldridge. She dances exquisitely, if you can get past the bog of patchouli. Good evening, gentlemen. You are, I presume, Mr Hackinson. Do you not find any of us to your liking, sir? The noisy clatter of a bucolic festival is not for me, Miss Madikani Aldridge. But if you wish to dance, then pray, allow me to accompany you. I should like it above all things, especially as Lord Royston of Tucker is looking in my direction, and I'm not going there again. And for myself, I should go and ask that lady over there to join me in a quadrille, or the disabled toilets. Captain Casey crosses the room to where a slightly untidy lady stands, delicately sniffing a nosegay and cramming canapes into her gob. You're for a dance, my mate. I would be delighted, sir, but I am somewhat encumbered by these wellies. But what delightful wellies they are, madam, and how well do they match your eyes? Sir, the nimbleness of your feet is surely matched by the agility of your tongue. Oh, you've heard that, have you? I have indeed, sir. It explains why Elizabeth's still hanging around you like a fly on a cowpat. But I warn you, I must leave soon to be up betimes for milking and that. Then let us pop out into the conservatory and refresh ourselves with a little sit-down and a quick fiddle about. Go on, then. <sighs> Miss Madikane Aldridge struggles to make conversation with the hacky Mr Hortonson, the haughty Mr Hackinson, as they glide around the floor. Both excellent dancers, they're in total unison, apart from what appears to be a mutual desire to punch each other's lights out. So, Miss Madikane Aldridge, you dance very well for a country clodhopper. Thank you, sir. I have travelled extensively, scattering children like dust as I roam. How many do you have? Children? Um, there's two brown ones and a white one. But as to their whereabouts, sir, I am at a loss. However, it is no matter. They are being well cared for. Probably. I see. And you, sir? What are your circumstances? Well, I own two houses, three carriages, two footmen and Dorset. I fill my days with brooding darkly, wearing a wet shirt, being rude yet sexy, and shooting liberals. Well, you'll find good hunting in Borsetshire, although liberals are scarce. I see. Forgive me, madam, but you seem to be indiscreet, loud, forward, and lacking in all the qualities required of a gentlewoman. I knew you'd like me once you got to know me. Happily, the dance is now ending, madam. I trust I will see you neither in this world nor the next. Oh, don't be so grumpy, Mr Hackinson. Don't go. Thomas Croker and his Borsetshire bass boys are just tuning up. Mr Hackinson! 
to the alarm of the assembled company, from the conservatory comes the unmistakable sound of a brummy abattoir owner engaging so thoroughly in sexual congress that he's pushed a grand piano through a plate glass window. Sorry, missus. As he sits among the wreckage of his ballroom, surrounded by bits of piano, smashed glasses of hawk and what appears to be awful, Mr Shah wonders whether the new owners of Gay Grables may be having a bit of a laugh with him. So it says here, thank you, Febreze. And Febreze wasn't in it. So thank you, us, for doing it. Febreze should have been in it, actually. Imagine Febreze in that ballroom. (laughs) Borsitcher sounds like, uh, you know, a sort of um, one of those spa towns that the Georgians would have had balls in. Yes. I feel like it probably, you know, Ambridge in Austin times uh, is is a very plausible book. Yeah, it would what have been like a Jane might have written. Yeah, it would have been like the local watering hole where everybody gathered, and because all those places started off. I mean, they started off as, as the, because of the 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 spa, but they were the main market towns, weren't they? They were the, the places where people would come to um, trade. And do we know if Borsetshire is all sandstone? Ah. Does it have, you know, that old bank that's now the food bank? Yes. Is that like a beautiful sort of um, Georgian yeah. orangey type building? Yes. I'd like to think it is now. Yes. Okay. And how an appalling that it's having to feed. Anyway, never yeah. mind. Um, um, anyway, I hope you enjoyed that, guys. Yes. Uh, if you want more Austin <laughs> or um, period archers, do write, then, do tell Lucy. Because <laughs> I do. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get enough of it. You made a very hilarious, uh, not typo, whatever, whatever the equivalent of a cock up, I think. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, last week, you said you wanted a restoration drama, but you called it a resurrection drama. So I missed Jesus clambering back off the cross again. <laughs> so, I'm back. That's the drama. Come on, Lucy. We can do, we can do the resurrection for Easter. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I want, though. Okay. Forever. Resurrection. Okay. Forever. Okay. Um, can you do the bit in red now? Oh, yeah. Sure I can. Um, let me oh. just find out something. Um, oh, how's your washing machine? It's still broken in it. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just... Playing I'm feeling while I find... While I find yeah, while I find the script. <laughs> um... Thank you for freeze. <laughs> if you would oh, like to God. visit patreon.com <laughs> and look up Ambridge on the Couch, you can support us at any subscription level. Our next Patreon Zoomathon is on the 21st of February. And as it's nearish to Valentine's Day, we would like you to submit by the 14th of February a love poem about a character in the Archers, if you would like to. It's not. It's not essential, is it? To it's join not the compulsory. Zoom. No. no, it could be a limerick or a roses are red poem, but not anything longer than that because life is short. The judge of the poems will be Kerry Davis, and the winner will receive a limited edition Ambridge on the Couch mug. <laughs> It'll probably arrive in end of April, I reckon. <laughs> you can find us on Facebook. Oh no, you do this all. You do this bit. Um, you can find us on Facebook, on Twitter at on Ambridge. Febreze is at Fabulous Febreze, or you can email us at ambridgeonthecouch at gmail.com. Gmail. Um, 
just before we go, yeah. what are your... Because I think, we both think, don't we, that next mm-hmm. week is going to be a bit of a biggie. Biggie, Because yeah. this was a bit of a smallie. A smallie, yeah. So, <laughs> what... what, what... <laughs> Said Kirsty while when comparing the... Well, anyway. Oh, no. you're quite a biggie, Eric. <laughs> What? Was he a biggie, Kirsty? I just, been, I'm just interested to know that. I've been... Are they very similar? If I show you a picture of Jacob, <laughs> um, what, uh, I've been listening to uh, Annabelle Dowler doing a uh, show, a Monica Dickens um, program called My Turn to Make the Tea, oh, um, which is right. about her experiences, um, a fictionalised version of her experiences in a local newspaper office. It's very oh, 1950s. Right. Is it an audio book? Quite tweet. No, no, no. It's, a, it's on sounds. Um, oh, and Annabelle Dowler is playing a Liverpudlian showgirl and she is really wellying it up. Oh, and great. it's hilarious just to hear her sound so cheerful oh. because she's she's like a, kind of a real proper showgirl. She gets pissed. She's flashing her legs around. She's, come on, darling, let's go and do this. And it's, it's so unlike Kirsty oh, and it really funny. makes me laugh. It's so I've nice to her be cheerful. My turn to make the tea. Yes. Oh, I'm going to subscribe. Um... So, my predictions are that um, mm-hmm. something bad is going to happen to Jenny. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't think the London thing will be to do with Rory. I think it's a Jenny thing, not a Rory thing. Okay. Um, I think that uh, Lee and Helen will split up. Lee will go to California. Yeah, I think that is going to happen. Uh, and or he'll suggest that all of them go to California, and uh, that won't happen. No. Um, and... Or the girls will. <laughs> I love these predictions. Yeah, really committing to the prediction. It'll be this or, or... this. <laughs> or I'm definitely they'll just come sure and live with them. <laughs> something is going to happen. I feel like. I, my prediction is the archers will continue. Mm, do you think at least <laughs> at, till next s- Sunday? You're probably right. Yeah. I'm I'm tempted to look look up next week, but I don't want to. I know. I don't. I, that feels like cheating. To me. It is cheating. I'm but do you think Eric's? Do you think that was it? Do you think Eric was just a guest spot? Yes. I mean, yeah. okay. So I think it was the rehabilitation of Krusty, so we can all stop worrying about her now because uh, we know okay, she's good. had a leg over. Yeah. She's, she's all happy. She's and, rejuvenated. And she's rejuvenated, and she's back in the game. And Back Kate has realised so how much she loves Jacob. Who but... is now going to dump yeah. her because he's okay. had sex and she's with going the to South Africa. Bitcoin person. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Or Kate will dump. Uh, Kate will dump. Um, Jenny won't be with us for very much longer. Brian will be on his own in the cottage then, and Kate will move into the cottage with Nolitando. Oh yeah, that's quite interesting, Lucy. Yeah, I mean that's the thing about this week. I found it a bit not 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 boring at all, but just a bit quiet. Lots was being but, set up, though, but yeah, lots of things being set up. Yeah, yeah, which is always good, isn't it? Yeah, and I think there'll be a complaint about Justin for aggressive selling. Oh right, yeah, 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 yeah that'll yeah. be good. Yeah, yes. <laughs> cool. Okay. Um, Thanks now, for that, we're Lucy. going to uh, play out with mm-hmm. a repeat of uh, Matt Rodriguez Payne's. Uh, Pride and Prejudice. Oh, theme, because it was so you nice and it beauty. made you all overexcited last time. Thank so let's you. make her all overexcited again. <gasps> Talking of overexcited, already. how was the weekend away? Oh, yeah, it was very nice actually. Thank was you, Lucy, it? for asking. It was actually. Are you pregnant yeah, again? It, <laughs> no. 
thank God. <laughs> no, no, 100% not. Okay, good. Uh, but, um, yeah, no, very nice. Very nice, actually. It was a lovely hotel. And it was only 20 minutes away from my sister. I mean, it wasn't quite long enough, that was the thing. Mm. We realised we were there for not that long. Oh. <laughs> and so by the time you really start having a great time, Yes. You've got to go back to the kids. Yes. But also we did that thing of like, I've been so, I was so looking forward to like having a break and, you know, just being the two of us. And then as soon as we got there, we're like, oh, it's a shame the kids aren't here. (laughs) (laughs) But that's good as well. It makes you miss them. Yeah. And you go around (laughs) taking photos of things saying, look, look at this, look at this. And they're like, if you wanted us there, you could have just asked. (laughs) Well, no, actually we don't. Anyway, it's very nice. Thank you for asking. Oh, good. All good. 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 Okay, right. You ready for Pride Prejudice? Yes. Can't wait. Brace, brace, brace. is Matt's finest work isn't it lovely ever so joyful it really puts a spring in your step yep glow in your heart oh Matt that's so lovely and the first playing it again crocus is out in my garden so that is also cheering because it means that spring is not that far away so we can all get some sun and we don't have to watch oh I just can't wait I can't wait Lucy I I hate yeah I mean it's January the 21st that has to be one of the crappest days Mm. of the year doesn't it but um, oh, but life's all the better for Matt's music. Thank yes. you, Matt. Thank you. Oh, amazing. That's... Thanks, Lucy. So get working on your poems, people. And, get um, working on your poems. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. We'll see you next week to discover that none of our predictions have come true. <laughs> Absolutely none. <laughs> I can't wait. And yes, yeah, send in any recommendations for cheering TV. Yes. Thank you very much. Sunny telly. Okay. Okay. Cheers, guys. Later, love, Lucy. Bye. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.